Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world, the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Coming to you from COG Studios, live, live, live on a Thursday night. It's May 16th, just ahead of the LA Galaxy's game against the winless Colorado Rapids. A trap game, a difficult game, something that the Galaxy might actually have to worry about. We're going to discuss all that as we get you ready for that. Lots of LA Galaxy news, Latan Ibrahimovic information, Jonathan Dos Santos information, Fabio Alvarez information. So we're going to lead you all that stuff. Gold Cup, let's see, U17s. There's a whole bunch of things to get to tonight here on our live show as we get you ready for that LA Galaxy Sunday kickoff, 5 p.m. against the Colorado Rapids. So again, lots of stuff to get to uh, in order to help me do that. We welcome back the uh, the man, the myth, the legend. It's uh, Eric, the Portuguese hammer Vieira, how's it going, buddy? It's going well. It's after those uh, three games in eight days. It felt like, felt like we needed a break, and uh, we got our break. And now it seems like it's been a little bit of a, a slow, a slow grind coming up to it. But you just mentioned a bunch of things, so I guess we do have quite a bit to talk about. It's one of those shows where we worry: Are we going to have enough to fill an hour? And then we always end up filling an hour. Yeah, with no like midweek game, it is yeah. it is weird, and it feels like this game has taken about two months to be able to yeah. actually get played. <laughs> right. we're, and, we're, and you're not there yet. I mean, yeah. you know, it's still Sunday. Still got two more days. Sunday, 5 p.m. <laughs> uh, what what it will mean is that the people will have a more uh, or an easier time actually listening to our shows because you've, I've seen the numbers like sort of go yeah. down a little the with Wednesday, no time in between <laughs> to listen to all yeah, the shows. Yeah, the Wednesday show on a Friday game, I would imagine, you know, those aren't great. It's not just me. I'm not driving your numbers down. Yeah, it's well, the schedule. That's what we'll, we'll point to the, the schedule. Some of that's definitely it. <laughs> but um, no, that's that's where we sit right now. So the LA Galaxy getting ready to uh, kick off against the Colorado Rapids. As we said, the winless Colorado Rapids. In fact, they could set a record uh, if they don't win on Sunday, the Rapids, uh, or if they don't get a draw. or I, Actually, I think it's win. It's the winless streak that's actually going on. But there's a bunch of other Galaxy sort of news that we have to touch on and have to get ready for. Um, and so let's just start going down some of this stuff. The thing that just ended not too long ago, if you were watching, is uh, that the USU-17 team and the Mexico U-17 team was just playing for the CONCACAF Championship. Both teams already qualified for the U-17 World Cup, which will be upcoming, I believe, later this year. So um, all those things are great, but the reason that it is LA Galaxy-centered and something that is interesting for LA Galaxy people uh, is that there were four LA Galaxy players, uh, mostly Academy players, and then Efrain Alvarez as well, but four LA Galaxy players who are playing in this game. You had Galaxy Academy players Adam Saldana, uh, Mauricio Cuevas, and uh, Kobe Hernandez, who was probably the biggest name on that U.S. side uh, for the LA Galaxy. Kobe Hernandez is one of those guys that the Galaxy need to to, to capture like they did with uh, Efrain, and then Efrain actually started the game. I think Kobe Hernandez started the game as well, uh, but Efrain had an assist in the first half. Uh, Mexico ended up winning 2-1 won an extra time. It was a really great game. Fun to sort of watch. U.S. dominated all sorts of all over the field uh, and eventually, uh, you know, just didn't capitalize on some some things. But Kobe Hernandez had a good tournament. Um, Efrain Alvarez had a pretty good tournament as well. So if you're looking for, you know, LA Galaxy sort of links to this and how they're doing, I, I think you have to be pretty happy that Efrain Alvarez was there and playing for Mexico. Yeah, you basically said it. Having four players who are linked to your team involved in a final 
considering the region, I mean, th that's all that's all you can ask for. Uh, and especially when you have Efrain assist on a goal, you know, he had assist on a final. Uh, Kobe Hernandez, I saw some highlights of him getting pretty close on, on some U.S. opportunities. So whenever you have names who you're bringing up through your ranks and they're making noise uh, in your region's final, that, that's never a bad thing. So that's something to be very proud of if you're keeping an eye on the youngsters. And if you're a fan of U.S. soccer, this is a good thing. Got a lot of good things coming through. If you're a fan of Mexican soccer, you got, you, you know, some of those are, are some dual national uh question marks too where you can yeah. see some players going uh, in either direction so this is a good thing uh, if you're a fan of the region yeah it's going to be uh be interesting to see how that always sort of developed it's always there's always seems to be this gap between um what you see at the u17 or u20 level and then whenever you finally get to the senior team um but you know Efrain alvarez is is a guy who is well respected on on both sides of that field yeah. um the u.s still could take a shot at trying to get alvarez yeah. i know that um, th that's a popular bit of conversation it seems like it's it's pretty much sealed. I mean, with the amount that they're investing in him and, and building it up, it seems like Efrain uh, is making his way to the to the Mexican side of uh, the, the federation there. Yeah, that's what I would expect yeah. it to be is is that but he take he, your shots if you can. Well, yeah, you should. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's uh, that's what you see in that game. So that's sort of a, a little bit of a, a kickoff on the news as we transition more back to the LA Galaxy. Let's go over some of the question marks that you currently have for Sunday's game, and we'll try to be as exacting as we can, understanding that we don't have all the answers right now. Wait, um, when's the game? Yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so Sunday. Um, we, we don't need to have news until. Saturday late evening, right? Yeah, I'm sure that's that's what it is. <laughs> uh, as far as Fabio Alvarez, we're assuming that his visa did come in and that he's playing. We've seen that he is training, um, so I would expect, and although I did not hear back from the Galaxy by the time we uh, kicked off this show at 7 p.m., I would expect that Fabio Alvarez will be available for this game and will play in this game. As a matter of fact, uh, I would expect him to start in this game uh, whenever you look at that. He's coming off of uh, the, 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 uh, the year already in season for Argentina, yeah. so this is not one of those doesn't things. need to play himself into fitness. He should be ready to roll. He should be ready to roll. So as you've looked and seen some of the training photos, you've seen him there. So he's there. Um, we can talk about what you think his role might be a little bit later because obviously there's other news or, or at least some other suggestions and and inclinations and well, things. See, this is why you're a pro. You're really teasing it out. If you know if people aren't aren't keeping their ear to the ground. They might not know what you're talking about. This so is this is good. We're going to get like, there. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Got to well, listen for more. Well, the other thing is I don't want to say anything. I'm hoping that I still get a text message back from the LA Galaxy <laughs> yeah, by the time actually, I actually oh, have I to see. say it. This is so, a strategic move by you. That's why is. you're a pro. It is. Yeah. That, that's that's the that's reason. That's the reason. Yeah. Um, anyway, so so that's where we sit on Fabio Alvarez right now. Uh, Jonathan Dos Santos. We do have a COG exclusive. We can tell you about Jonathan Dos Santos. Jonathan Dos Santos was out at training today. Uh, Larry Morgan saw him at training today. Whenever Jonathan walked by them on the way out of training he said to larry he said you know that he expected to play on sunday that he'll be ready for sunday perfect the larry morgan exclusive there it is that's, larry. Why, that's why he's part of the cog team yeah that's yeah, it you need him now. it's not for his golf prowess it's not for his, yeah. don't don't tease <laughs> don't tease the man's hole in shout one. out to you larry larry morgan tip of the hat hole in one i mean come on that's that's from a guy who played golf a lot of his years uh, especially in college i never got one larry's had two and this was the second one uh, so a little six iron, 150 yards. Congrats. Okay, there we go. I told him he owed <laughs> Slow us news all. Week. <laughs> I, yeah, I was told him he owed us all a drink. Um, so we'll we'll see if that that ends up happening. Uh, so anyway, so so that that comes in. So Jonathan Dos Santos expected to be available for Sunday, which is a good thing because as Jonathan Dos Santos goes, the LA Galaxy goes right now. Um, so I think we're all very. Mm, very much in tune with the fact that if Jonathan Dos Santos plays the LA Galaxy, regardless if they have, have everybody good, else, they yeah. have a pretty good chance. And, and with Colorado's run of form, even if Jonathan doesn't play, 
you still have you don't hate their chances. You don't want to you don't want to force it, but again, you want to have that safety valve of having a healthy uh, Jonathan Dos Santos available. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's one of those things. Uh, so we'll see. It looks like he'll be available. It looks like he should play, and that's good ahead of another busy week as they'll shift for a short week as we discuss the schedule and everything there. Um, so the other big sort of news or the thing that's hang- hanging out there and the thing that we don't have an answer on right now is whether or not Zlatan Ibrahimovic will be available for this game or if he'll be available for the Orlando game. Uh, let's see. It's bizarre. It's not bizarre. It's normal. This okay. is This is normal... MLS Disciplinary Committee. Now, I actually asked people uh, on Twitter, I said, you know, what do you actually think of the disco? What is your thoughts? Because I have my own thoughts, but my thoughts are certainly colored by the fact that I think that they railroaded Nigel de Jong Mm -hmm. um, and that they've made inconsistent decisions throughout the history of the MLS Disciplinary Committee. Uh, even with VAR, I would ex- would have expected everything to get better, but the disco has gone the other way and gotten worse. Um, the the Kaku thing, which you heard me yeah. all rant about, was is sort of the biggest thing. That, yeah, that's that that's the most concerning of it. But um, you know, when you you pose that question, I didn't reply to it, so my apologies, Josh. Um, but my thoughts on it, I, I do think they're they're pushing a narrative, and that's the purpose of that committee is they want to send messages that when the, these things happen, this is how we're going to respond. They want to uh, set precedent as, as things happen. So I think that's why they're taking the time with the slot news, because whatever they do, this is going to be something where if something happens in the future, they could refer back to it. I think, but I think they want to tell a narrative and I think it's not necessarily this objective committee who's making decisions in the best interest of the players, best interests of the fans or of the league. I don't think that's what they're doing. I think they're, they're trying to tell a story. Well, here, here's the other thing too. And, and this is where you have to understand. Um, there's some people of the belief that the disciplinary committee doesn't meet until the later in the week, except that they issued three findings from this weekend. That's, that's why I said it was on bizarre. Tuesday. Yeah. Because if you're going to drop it, you would think they'd dr- you'd drop it with everything else. Well, now, there's many reasons that they could not. One is that if they're actually doing a suspension, all the rest were fines, and those are fairly sw- swept under the rug, yeah. and you're like, okay, whatever. Um, the fact that Sean Johnson wasn't on there for fines is also interesting because if you're going to uh, if you're going to find somebody, Sean Johnson would probably be the one who gets fined for the embellishment side of things if you believe um, he embellished. You're going that direction. Here we go. I do believe. Oh, yeah, he <laughs> embellished. I mean, that's the whole thing that you're going to have to go here. Um, you know, speaking to uh, the panda about this as well, he was saying, well, he goes, I've watched it so many times. I've watched the play over and over again. You can look at it a bunch of different ways. Yeah. I can look at it and, and honestly say that Zlatan may not do anything, and Sean Johnson totally flops. I don't believe that. You can't say he didn't do anything. His hands, he, his, his hands, hands on the neck. neck. But so, but does he squeeze? Can you tell? No, well, and that's I like John Champion who was making the call on ESPN. He said you you can't see a choke. You can see the hand on the neck, and so without seeing what happens, you can't find him or, or suspend him because you don't know what happened. Right. You, you're, you're going off the reaction from Sean Johnson, and if the call on the field was a double yellow that they both were involved in some scuffle then that's where you have to leave it. There's no evidence in any direction that you can tell what happened. And so that's why I think it's extremely difficult that if they do suspend Zlatan, uh, I could see a situation where, okay, he's suspended and he gets a red because you're going to say he choked him, but it's it's really difficult. You can't tell with any of the camera angles that he did that. You can say he put his, his hands on the neck. Which you're which not is, allowed to do, which, not which is a to, fine. Which is a fine, or, or you can, you know, if, if you want to, you can justify it as, well, hands to the face should have been a red, so we're going to suspend him for one game. I think I could live with that, seeing how... You know that that's the dangerous line you walk. If they go more than that, then they're they're telling a narrative. They're trying to set a message. Well, and and one of those narratives could be that oh well, you know we didn't do anything whenever he entered the locker room against Real Salt Lake, and so it's this is an you're accumulation. getting yeah, an accumulation. And, but it's like no, you had the chance to yeah. punish that, and you decided not to. Um, so you didn't do that. 
you, you, there's too many things here. If you look at what Dave Romney got saddled with, which was a suspension for embellishment. By the way, the only one that I can still find yeah. for embellishment. The reason that he got suspended for it was because it led to a penalty kick. Yeah. Now, they uh, they acknowledge that there was contact in that play, which is still mind-boggling <laughs> to me, that they can therefore sit there and say, well, yeah, there was contact, but I mean... Yeah, which, you know, I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth, which is, you know, my specialty that I've, I've yes. been to been left for here. But if this committee is setting precedent and they want to set examples, that Romney situation, there've been plenty of examples where they haven't given embellishment with very similar situations. So, and no suspensions. So, and no suspensions no, and no fines. So it's just bizarre where they pick and choose to flex their muscle. But I think if they are going to do something, it's going to be because fans around the league and owners around the league are probably looking around saying Zlatan comes in and he gets to do whatever he wants outside of pulling a knife on somebody and stabbing them on the field. They're not going to do anything. And if they want to push back against that, then that's what, that's why which, they'll suspend. Him. Which is what Nigel Young did, right? He pulled out a knife and stabbed <laughs> somebody. Oh no, he didn't. Oh, that's right. It was during the get, it was during a run uh, of play on a, on a player who was already injured. Darlington so, Nagby. So much drama in that. It was like, <laughs> if you want to, if you ever wanted to like the biggest drama that ever happened uh, to me, that may have been it right there. The that was wheelchair. a lot of drama. And then, and then when it led into, you know, the meme war between, <laughs> between the clubs, it, it, that is a, a pretty high drama, it, it, drama filled moment. It has. So anyway, it, it, listen, uh, so speaking, I've heard rumors and I've talked to people and their sources. And I think that at one point they were considering a two game ban, uh, two game suspension. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's still what it is. Um, I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I think if anything, it's one game because it's a red card. And so, but people are arguing, well, he didn't miss the rest of that game. So it's two games. It's like, listen, let's not play that <laughs> game. Okay. The referee saw it. VAR saw it. Don't re-referee these games. And, and double yellow was the decision. And double yellow was the decision, which by yeah. the way, instigated by Sean Johnson, yeah. right? Finished by Zlatan. Reactionary. Reaction yeah. by Zlatan, right? So all this stuff. Uh, listen, Zlatan doesn't have a great track record. I mean, that's the other thing that sort of comes into this. And we, and we know that. Yeah. Um, but if you're the league, you can't talk out both sides of your mouth either. Either he's just like every other player, which if this was every other player, there would he would have been in the Wednesday notes. He would have been in the Wednesday yeah, notes. Yeah. It would have been done. Um, the fact that it's dragged out this is clearly MLS making a statement about it. Well, and and here's the thing too: if they say anything at all, then obviously it's a big deal. If we don't hear anything, then that acknowledges that they're happy with the decision. So. I don't know if that's going to happen, but if they can't, they're not going to come out and say, we reviewed what happened and we're not going to give any fines because then you're acknowledging something needed to be reviewed there. And so that's kind of the, the catch 22. If they say something, it's a suspension. They don't say anything. Then, we, then we, what does that accomplish? We know the play is under review. I've yeah. talked to people at the galaxy. They've told me the play is under review. Um, I said, you know, is it, it it's not unusual. Um, it's not unusual. Oh, man. I know. Sorry. The Tom uh, Jones references. It, it, it's not unusual points. for it to take this long. Usually they give... Listen. Okay. The Galaxy already know the answer. All right? If if Slotan has been suspended, they already know it. Okay? Usually it just takes a while okay. for everything to clear through. So this through. isn't one of those competitive advantage... Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it is probably to the Galaxy to where they're like, oh, well, you know... But the Galaxy don't get to announce this either. Um, this is one of those things. I, it's not out of character for the disciplinary committee on a red card where they're going to add another game to wait for the first game to even have gone oh, by over. and yeah, been suspended and because they have the well, time. Isn't that what they did with the Kaku thing? He yeah. missed the next game because of the red card and then they added, two and then more. They added after that. Okay. So he got three games again, but so, this wasn't a red card. So, so, so you, you don't have that much. Time. So you don't have that much time. The, the usual thing is that it'll, the minimum is two days beforehand because it's a Sunday game. That means that on Friday after this podcast is already out, 
Um, Which is, we're great at that. Yeah. <laughs> Discussing something back and forth. And, and then, then, and then the having next nothing morning. and being nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just, again, I think that the disciplinary committee has always acted out of agenda yeah. Um, more than what it is. I mean, I agree even, with that. Even at Kaku, the the argument about Kaku is that he easily should have been suspended five games. Yeah. For I, what, well, two games is ridiculous. Two. Yeah. yeah. The, an additional two yeah. games was was ridiculous, right? Yeah. So three total games is ridiculous. Uh, he should have been five or six games because basically what you're going to say is that if Slothan gets two games and Kaku got three games, <laughs> that kicking the ball point blank at a fan. Now, granted. Everybody says that he meant to hit the boards, but he's a professional soccer player. Regardless, he does doesn't matter. You're supposed again, to be able to hit it. Again, is it? Are we going with they intended to do or what actually happened? Because Zlatan may have just been wanting to give Sean Johnson. He was sore. Yeah. Needed a little. You, you don't know the intent. He was maybe he, he was trying to hit the boards. He was trying to massage his neck. You can't can't measure intent. What did you see? Sean, That's what you're measuring. Sean may have said, "Hey, Ibra, my <laughs> neck is really sore. Can you give it a massage?" You don't know. You weren't there. Yeah, prove and me so, wrong. And so that's a. <laughs> Yeah, we had that discussion. Uh, send me the pictures. Send me the pictures. Where, where, where in the rule book does it say that a player cannot give a neck massage to the opposing player? I don't think there's goalkeeper. No, it doesn't say that. I don't think there's. I think he just hit a nerve. That's what it was. That's yeah. why Sean. And obviously, we're, we're being silly because I think some people really, really did take that that angle. But but I think that it's you know obviously he did something. He put his hands where they shouldn't be. Um, but the intent you can't you can't you can't punish on intent. That's tricky. It's difficult to get in the head of Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I know they're going to try. I know that that's what their their ultimate goal is going to be, and they're going to. I, I really think it's going to come down to a two game suspension. So you're looking at, at Zlatan Ibrahimovic being out against Colorado uh, and out against Orlando. Um, that's that's bad news for the Galaxy. It is. I don't care how you look at it. The Galaxy are one nine and five. So you can make the argument that missing the Colorado game, one game, maybe that's the team that if you miss at home, that'd be fine. okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then the second game, he doesn't get to travel. Who knows? Yeah. Who yeah. knows where you'd go with that? By the way, is that Kobe Jones? Kobe Jones. Kobe Jones. My, uh, retro seed at SS. Yeah, if you're if you're knock listening on the podcast, uh, Eric. Not knockoff jersey, either. I mean, but it's a replica. It's a replica. Yeah. It's not supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. It's not official. <laughs> it's just a replica. Yeah, but they make. And, but it's good quality. It's good stuff. A lot of fun. Say. You see these all over uh, Dignity Health Sports Park. You almost see more of these than you see actual Galaxy mem- memorabilia. So it's a. Uh, kind of a cool 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 little feature that we have here it is yeah check it out on the uh on the youtube channel if you if you missed that or uh if you're listening on the podcast just imagine the original one of the original 1996 original home kit there it is 19 kobe jones 13 lucky number 13 anyway uh so that's that's sort of it i i i think if if i'm being reasonable here if i can put on my disco hat for a second um i can tell you that if if it was up to me um, I would probably think that there was enough there to probably suspend him for a game. That's that's what I, I could live with a game. It, I think one game, you treat it as if it were a red card and it's the extended game that I could live with. Two games, I, I guess I can live with that because they're not going you, you overboard with it. You can't. It is overboard, though. It is. You're <laughs> saying that Kaku was only slightly yeah. worse with what well, he did. Well, that's the thing. Are you setting precedent? Because they, did, they didn't want to tell a story that involving fan, fan violence is... They didn't want to send a message that that's completely unacceptable, but they're going to say that, you know, and, and in the, the heat of battle, you know, gra- grabbing someone, that's that's where they draw the line. Well, yeah, it's it's hypocritical to make those decisions. Again, and then Nigel Dion got three games for the Nagby thing, right? And that well, that was um, that was way worse. Yeah. I mean, like, even if, even if you say that it was a still foul. in the game, yeah, you know, it's sort of, people are going to say it's off the ball and that's why it's worse and yeah. that type of thing. But listen, Sean Johnson went up there bumping Ebra to, to do it. He was, he was trying to start something and he yeah. got the reaction he wanted. There it was. That was yeah. It. But I even don't think, 
he was trying to get that big of a reaction. He obviously bumped him. He wasn't trying to get out of his way, but I don't think he was trying to he, intimidate him or do anything. He walks right into him. But, but, like, that's, but I, I think he would have done that to anyone. I don't think he was trying to get Zlatan. Oh, I agree. I agree. You would have done it to okay. anybody, but like at the same time, when you do it to you have, Zlatan, you have you know the that, opportunity. Yeah, there's yeah. going to be something there. Anyway, so we'll we'll find out. Uh, I imagine that if a suspension is coming, you will hear about it on Friday. I also said that I thought it would be Thursday, but I forgot the game was on Sunday. Um, and whenever you try to do all this <laughs> disco bought themselves math, a day. they bought themselves a day. Um, so we'll see how that goes and 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 sort of where that where that travels. But it, it's a very real possibility the LA Galaxy could be without Zlatan Ibrahimovic for, for the next couple of games. Yeah, we'll see. Did you hear about the other MLS news? No. What's the There's other? There's an allocation money update. Oh no. Did you hear about this? No. We have new allocation money. We have Gam. Uh huh. We have Tam. Tam. All right. And then now we have Fam, Fam, which is future allocation money. Oh no. The Columbus Crew sent $450 in allocation for 2020 for David Akam to go to Nashville. Fam. F- fam. Fam. So Gam, Tam, and Fam. Future allocation money. Yeah, that whole David Akam thing is really interesting because <laughs> yeah. he's basically he's with Columbus. Around. Yeah. It's He's with Columbus for the rest of this year, but then he's going to Nashville. Yes. It's really, really interesting. It's um, bizarre. And apparently he knew about it the whole time, by the way, because people were like, oh, he's getting screwed over. It's like, no, he knew there was a three-team deal the whole okay. time, and so apparently that's that's fine and everything goes. All right. Good times. I'm just excited for Fam. For Fam. Good job, fam. Gam Tam fam. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go to uh, the Gold Cup. Let's talk about this a little bit. Um, this is going to be an interesting time for the LA Galaxy. Whenever I say interesting, I mean horrible. Um, <laughs> the Gold Cup starts June 15th for the group stages. The quarterfinals are June 29th and 30th. Semifinals are July 2nd and July 3rd. The final is July 7th. So from June 15th to July 7th, and by the way, prior to June 15th, yeah. Uh, there are going to be some absences for the LA Galaxy, and that means that there are a possibility of about, I'm guessing, four games that are going to be affected. Uh, right now, Oriol Antuna has been called up to the Mexican national team. Jonathan Dos Santos of the Mexican national team. We're expecting Sebastian Legette is likely for the U.S. men's national team. Uh, and then outside of the Gold Cup, you actually have Copa America and Rolf Felcher, and we'll talk about that a little bit as well. So... Right now, just off the top of the head there, we have four Galaxy four. players. Four starting LA Galaxy players. Yes. Well, depending on which lineup you roll which out. Which lineup? True. Uh, <laughs> starting I, I don't caliber th- player. I don't think that anybody's going to say Rolf Felcher going away is like the worst thing as long as Julian Araujo is okay. And with the team, by the way, because right. he was almost called up to the, the U20s. U- U20s, that's yep. right. So... Oh, almost almost <laughs> missed another one. That would have been interesting. Yeah, it, it was very interesting. Um, and by the way, we should mention that Efrain Alvarez, who was down with uh, Mexico for the U-17, should be back. Yeah, we're getting him back. That's the good news. Yeah, it, until the U-17 World Cup. <laughs> um, and then he'll go away again. I'm going to hit you with a yeah, but still. Yeah, but still. Um, so as you look at the Gold Cup again... Uh, June 15th to July 7th, the possibility of three LA Galaxy players being gone for that. Rolf Felcher down with Copa America and Venezuela possible as well. Now, here's the good news is Oriel Antuna is is sort of listed as that uh, preliminary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they have 28 or 29 players currently on that roster. They have to get that down to 23. So there's a good possibility he comes back. Yeah, it depends on what uh, Tata Martino was thinking. Is he just inviting him in? You know, it's an honor just to be nominated type of deal. Or is he seriously in the plan? So... Uh, you know, depending on the roster that you see, how it finally final sh- finally shakes out, it's a good confidence boost for him if you're an LA Galaxy fan because that that bumps him up. But it, it it's at the cost of him possibly being gone uh, during that month of uh, June July stretch. Yeah, and uh, so here are the games. By the way, the four games that I've sort of uh, singled out as being affected by this: the Galaxy play again on June second, and then they go dormant for this Gold Cup. 
Um, I think they anticipated that with the international break that they would be losing people. So MLS decided to break and break early. So June between June 2nd and June 22nd, 20 days, uh, you basically have no games. Uh, not for the LA Galaxy. There might be some other teams who play maybe one more game yeah, in there or something like and, that. And, and you might see some Open Cup things start happening you know, in, the, in that window. I think the Galaxy were involved in one of those during the World Cup break. Last season, they played their Open Cup match in that break just because there were no games scheduled and it was a good time uh, to have those games. So you might see something, but officially having that break there, I think that's that was the intent. Yeah, so, uh, so that's what it is. So then you have four games that could possibly be affected with this Gold Cup and with the call-ups and all that fun stuff. So 622 at Cincinnati, 629 at San Jose, 7-4 versus Toronto. And even though 7-7 is the final for the Gold Cup, you also have to imagine that players who played in that final... Most likely, if we're guessing from years past, Mexico and the United States. Or one or the other. Yeah, or one or the other, yeah. for sure. Um, if you go in there and you look at that, then 7-12 versus San Jose is also going to be affected by this. That means the two games against San Jose yeah. will be affected by Gold Cup call-ups or international call-ups, yeah, we should That's say. another thing that the league does, is schedule the these games so close together. I mean, we see uh, with the other team playing a Thursday, Sunday against the same team. It's kind of odd. And so having within a month of each other playing the same team, um, especially with a Gold Cup break, because you, you imagine that it's going to affect these teams. So it's just tricky because how do you really get a manage on the season? You only play each other twice. And if you were depleted of your best players, you're not really getting a good measure of how these teams stack up. And it's unfair in the, in the points and how they shake out on the table. So um, I don't know what the solution is. Again, I, lo I love people like that. I don't know what the solution is. I just need to fix it. Just need to fix it. <laughs> fix it now. I'm that guy right now. But it just it just seems bizarre. Yeah, and, and there's a ton of games coming for the LA Galaxy, too. We have more information on more games that the Galaxy will be playing, and I'm already shaking my head. <laughs> um, so already you're seeing that the depth is certainly going to be tested against uh, you know these four teams and in, with the Gold Cup call-ups, uh, with uh, Open Cup being played during some of this time as well. So a, a lot of games for the LA Galaxy. Uh, Rolf Felcher been has been called up preliminarily to the Venezuela national teams. Uh, we've told you that before. Uh, he made the 40-man roster that they had. Copa America is June 14th to July 7th, I believe, in Brazil. Um, and so Copa America is going on from June 14th to July 7th, the same as the Gold Cup um, time here in the United States when that's going to be played. So if you look at that, there's a good chance that you could be missing Rolf Felcher if he makes that Venezuelan squad um, could be gone from June 14th to July 7th. Again, it's a blow to the LA Galaxy and the depth that they have in, yeah. in these positions because you're not replacing Jonathan Dos Santos. Um, you you can you can replace Rolf Felcher, but Uriel Antun is a starter. I mean, but if you replace Rolf Felcher, then where's your safety net? Because yeah. then if he if his replacement goes down and Araujo's been hurt already, um, then what, what's your plan after that? So we've seen the Galaxy's depth tested already um, with the with this away trip that they've had and the three game losing streak, we've kind of seen some effects. So um, going even further, it is going to be tricky. I think it's a, it's a, a tightrope walk that uh Shkoloto is going to have to walk uh, as we get closer, closer to it. Yeah. Um, so then we go on and we talk about more games and this sort of breaking, it's not really breaking. We've been hearing rumors about it. I've been not wanting to talk about it because I was hoping those rumors <laughs> would be wrong. Um, but basically, uh, there is a new uh, new tournament between Liga MX and uh, Major League Soccer that'll kick off here in 2019. Uh, four teams from each of those leagues currently not qualified for any reason. I think they just pick four teams um, <laughs> uh. from, from each, and there will eventually be a qualifying uh, you know, round to this and a reason why you will get to play in this tournament. Um, but the four MLS teams are the LA Galaxy, Sh uh, Chicago Fire, Houston Dynamo, and Real Salt Lake. Uh, the four Liga MX teams, Club America, 
Tampa Tigres, Cruz Azul, and Club Tijuana. Uh, this tournament will run from July to, to September. September. Oh. Which And we don't know Again. exactly when, but <laughs> if you're looking at the schedule and you wanted to play along and say, hey, Josh, well, how many games do the LA Galaxy play within those months? Um, well, I can tell you the answer to that. July has four games. August and September have five games each. So during this tournament, also could be during other tournaments, could be during other things that are going on all this time, from July to September, there are 14 games the LA Galaxy will be playing during that time. That's 41% of the season. 41% of the season. Not only that, but the the lead up at the end of September, you have five games in September, and then two in October, that's it. It's over. Yeah. You are done with this lead. If there's any playoff push... Then that's definitely going to have an effect on it as well. The the timing is 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 pretty ridiculous, especially um, with a Gold Cup year, a Copa America year, and, and you're throwing this in there. It just seems, you know, and the teams that they chose, it just again, bizarre seems to be the word of the day. Um, you know, it's not like there's some Western Conference representation and some Eastern. Con- it's three from the West, one from the East, and so it just seems like this was a random spattering. It sounded like they took the top four teams. It just seemed like okay, who wants to play? You know, who has a ball and is going to come and show up. And I don't know if it's a cash grab, if that's what they're going for. Yeah. And well. ultimately, that's all all roads lead back to that. But without having a qualifying place, they already have the, you know, Campiones Cup, Champions Cup, which what, is, whatever which they're is calling Liga it. Which is Liga MX so versus... How does uh, this play? Is yeah. this a version of that? Does the champion of the Campiones Cup play the winner of the tournament? I, I, I don't know how it all works. It just seems like there's a lot of spinning wheels for no, for no real reason. Well, and then here ends up being the issue is that then you field your B team... And then you feel the B team against Liga perp- MX, and you're, then everybody says Major League Soccer isn't any good compared to... I mean, the Galaxy don't have the depth for this. I don't know yeah. that they're... Especially in a year where they condense the schedule. Yes. Especially in a year where there's an international... Like, as you just yes. said, all of these things add up to... This isn't the year to roll this out. No. Why? Yeah. Why? What was the... Like, oh, it had to be this year. We had to do. We had to start it this year, otherwise <laughs> it was never going to... And why did the Galaxy get picked? Did they volunteer for this? I doubt they raised their hand and said, oh, yeah, we're in. Maybe they did. And maybe you can only blame people, you know, maybe. Well, I mean, I, I don't know what the deal is if they host a certain amount of the games or if they're guaranteed to host one. I don't know how, how that's going to work or if it's a home and home because then you get the attendance money. I can I can see that uh, and I can see if you're organizing this, having the star power of Zlatan participate. But if you're making a playoff push, why would you start these players? And then if you're going to field your B team, then what's the purpose of having, you know, you're not really testing your competition. So um, until they come out and explain you know, the purpose of this is to develop blah, blah. blah. I, I don't know what, what good reason, how you can argue that this is a good idea to have. This is, this is like whenever people used to argue against having friendlies, right? In the middle, yeah. in the middle of the summer too, which by the way, the galaxy haven't played in a little while now. Yeah. I mean, that's gone away. And that and, mean- and, and to argue, play devil, devil's advocate for those is they were one-offs and they were against, uh, you know, a qu- quality of team that was coming over where, you know, you got an opportunity to play against world-class talent. You were able to bring fans in, get them in the door, maybe bring some people who wouldn't haven't normally been to Galaxy games. I could see the argument for the one-offs, but to have a tournament, that that's wild. Uh, I, it's going to be a round-robin tournament. You play everybody <laughs> once and... Uh, and then what you, you need. Seven more games. Seven min- more games. Minimum. Min- yeah, exactly. Minimum uh, in order to play and then you see how it goes. I mean... Uh, it, y- there's there's certain points where as you're watching this for the health of the LA Galaxy and for what they're trying to do I mean you could see a tournament like this derailing all the work that was done yep. this year and this is a playoff team this is clearly a playoff team <laughs> yeah. in my mind so you could see it re- just derail right. that entire thing and they won't be a playoff team because they have too many games and not a 
not a deep enough roster. And again, with everything being condensed, is there an MLS team out there right now that has a deep enough roster to compete no. in this tournament? And I've actually had this conversation with a few friends. It's like, uh, well, how are your subs doing on your team? And it's like everyone, everyone's starting roster is is about what it is. But the drop off to who your your depth is, I think for every team in the league, it's it's a pretty big drop off from your starting talent to your your bench talent. And so. I don't think there's a single team that's equipped to field two teams to go in two competitions. I don't think the league's there yet. We just don't have uh, those type of players. So it's 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 frightening to, to consider. And and what have I always said? Don't peak too soon. Yeah. What if this is the tournament they peak in? They win this tournament, <laughs> they've peaked, and, but then, and no, then it all falls apart when you get you no to the, the MLS playoffs. It does you no good. You'll yeah. get nothing. Again, yeah. that would make me very upset if they oh. peaked at the wrong time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, <laughs> that, that's what it is. All right. Um, no, so uh, we'll keep watching this as, as details sort of get played out there but I yeah, mean, i'm sure we, they'll come out and explain and everything will make total sense it's it's gonna be stupid it's it, ultimately it's gonna come down to being uh meaningless games that mean nothing which is what meaningless yeah. means which mean nothing in july and August. in july and in the hottest <laughs> in times mexico and in, in mexico southern, in the united states in southern california yeah um i just it doesn't make any sense to me i mean how how can you do this now there's a rumor out there and there's been articles written again that there seems to be at least some groundswell of support from Major League Soccer owners that they want to increase the salary budget. In, cl- okay. in fact, increase it by threefold, somebody said. So you go from about $4 million up to about $12 million, which would be something where you're sitting there going, okay, that's that's you're starting to get there. Yeah. But if you're going to do that, which I would love for them to do, get rid of all the allocation money. Yeah. Get rid of, get <laughs> just, over, just, here's, just, here's your money. Just go sick. You can still do designated yeah. players if you want to. They're yeah. outside of it or that type of thing, but just be like, just go, yep. go. This is, this is your money. Spend it on whoever and, you want. And that'll, and that'll level the playing field to, to an extent between the two leagues. And then also there was a rumor going around where they were going to combine leagues, the M- MLS. I and league. So I don't know if whoever the, the brain trust is behind that, if this is a test run this, this of some hap- version of that. This is what happens whenever you get, to drink during the day <laughs> and then you pro- propose stuff uh, like you this. know i just want to go to the, one of those owners meetings and just just see it just fly on the wall see how it all goes down yes uh, sergio in the chat room says a revolution player tore his acl playing a meaningless game against chelsea what was that last night was that the dip or, or well, was I th- it wasn't there a chelsea player who got injured oh what, there might have been yeah, i don't I, Ruben, there's, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff yeah lost but, his cheek i mean you have to go back to um to Ale- aleko escadarian who yeah. got a concussion in a meaningless game and never played soccer again so again, meaningless games are meaningless. They don't mean anything. That's what it means. <laughs> Until they do. Until they do. <laughs> Until you don't play soccer anymore. Yeah, so Ch- Chelsea fear Loftus Cheek faces months out with a ruptured Achilles. No. So that's the Chelsea player. Oh. Who got her- injured in a friendly. Oh. <laughs> and they're getting ready to play the Europa. Yeah. In the Good Europa times. League. Yeah, against, against Arsenal. Yeah. You make it through a whole Premier League season. Yep. You come to play the New England Revolution. Yep. And that's where it all goes wrong. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, chat room comment from. Uh, from El Nino Futbolista. I like the name already. Right. Can't wait to play in the Audi 2019 North American Honda <laughs> Cup of North America. Well, and, and you know what? They're not going to count goals. It's going to be all Audi index points. That's how you that's, win. That's how you win. Yeah. yeah it doesn't like matter. It. Goals yeah, doesn't matter. Goals don't matter. It's that's, your Audi index points. That's how it works. All right. That works for me. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's where we sort of sit right now with most of that stuff. Um, just hearing from somebody close to the club uh, while we were actually doing the show, uh, it seems that everybody is expecting Flavio, Flavio Alvarez to be available for Sunday. Um, I am 
imagine that media availability, because it's a Sunday game, is Friday this time. Okay. So Friday, Larry Morgan will be out there. So Friday, we should know. Friday morning, we should know. So check Twitter, check Facebook. We'll have articles up that sort of recap all this stuff. But you, we should get explanations for, one, whether or not Zlatan is suspended, um, and two, whether or not Fabio Alvarez will be available, which I expect that he will. So. Yeah, again, if he was with the team last week and it was close, then you would imagine that things have progressed, that he'll be there. Yeah, it'll be uh, be interesting to see. All right, as we get closer to this game on Sunday, wanted to give you a heads up. Uh, the LA Galaxy Pop-Up Museum, curated, of course, by, uh, I think we should call her like an LA Galaxy original fan, because it goes yeah. all the way back to 1996. Yeah, she needs an official title. Yeah, Miss Linda Pickle, who's uh, over there with the Galaxians as well. But this Pop-Up Museum was a huge hit last year, so big, the Galaxy actually asked her to bring it back. This is all of her stuff within her yeah, own collection. I was going to say, this isn't you know an outside source. This is her own collection, which is impressive. I heard a lot of good things. A lot of good feedback for those who visited last season. So I'm excited. I'll, I'll be at the game this Sunday. I'll probably uh, swing by and check it out. Yeah, this is uh, this is good. This will be on the uh, main concourse. It'll be during uh, Soccer Fest, which opens up uh, before the game. So that's a 5 p.m. game time. Let's see. Uh, media gates open at 3. So I think that everything else opens at 3.30 and then 3.15 for a season right. ticket holder mm -hmm. or something like that. So whenever it comes in. So uh, that's what you want to do. Get out there. But go check out all this stuff. This is stuff you, you won't see anywhere else. Uh, I had a really interesting story. Uh, I don't know if some people know my real job that I have is I'm a I'm a contractor and we build industrial freezers refrigerator warehouses blah blah blah. who cares it's very exciting stuff I was at a building department I was at the Santa Ana building department because I was trying to get permits pulled and going through some things and I had to go get a business license portion of this which is usually what we have to do when we work in a city so I go over and I'm talking to the guy and he asked me what I was doing this weekend I'm like oh I'm going to see the galaxy and he was like oh he goes I, I like the galaxy I'm like oh cool blah blah so I told him that you know I'm a reporter and podcaster and all that so fun you stuff. Didn't make him hit subscribe right there on his that's phone that's right I was that, like here bring it up let me, let me do it here <laughs> let me bring that up for you hit subscribe um, do that so we were talking a little bit he goes hey you wouldn't by happen chance to know a woman named Linda Pickle, would you? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> everyone of course. Knows Everybody Linda knows Linda Pickle. <laughs> and he goes, oh, she used to work here. So apparently she used to work within the city of Santa Ana somewhere. And he goes, and if you went up to her office, full of LA of course, Galaxy stuff. Of course, of oh. course. She probably just took her office with her. That's like a very That's well awesome. could have been. So anyway, so I thought it was funny just to sort of see that, uh, awesome. that be connected and, and do the whole thing. Somebody asked if I can fix their ice maker. No, <laughs> no, That's that's no, no. I mean, maybe. Well, well, can you or won't what, you? Won't yeah, you? yeah. Will, will I, you not I won't, do it? Or are you I won't capable? Do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm in, I'm in construction as well. Some people always ask, "Will you build my house?" No, no. He's gonna. No, Josh is a big picture guy. Big yeah, picture. He, he's not getting in there. You know, getting his hands dirty. I used to, by the way. I used to do that <laughs> whenever I was whenever I was in high school. That's what my summer job was, working oh. out in the field. So you know, that was that was always good time. He just says that to impress people. Of he sat so. in his ivory tower, air conditioned, air conditioned yeah, don't trailer. Let, don't let him fool you. Not a thing. Uh, LA Galaxy, as far as training goes, we'll train on Saturday. If you were perhaps thinking about going to visit training, which you're not allowed to do, but if you were perhaps thinking about going and, and standing and watching the players go to and from training, which you're not allowed to do, Saturday would be a good day to not do that. Yeah. So if you want, if you want, just one of those things. Uh, I may be out there on Saturday. unofficial. Absolutely. Uh, I may be out there on Saturday and, and seeing if I can get an interview going and, and possibly seeing if uh, if that'll work. And then if I can, uh, which I want to record for the podcast, it would be a one-on-one. -on -one. And so if we can get Ooh. that all working, we'll see if... Uh, well, you need to take Larry with you. Get yeah. that Larry Larry Morgan exclusive. That's right. That's what we'll do. Uh, I think Larry's going to be... Larry's been out there on Thursday and Friday whenever this all comes down. So Larry Larry's doing his job as well, not just lounging at the golf course. <laughs> Uh, as it goes. But anyway, uh, game on Sunday, 5 p.m. They'll have Monday off. Expect them to train Tuesday, Wednesday, and then travel to Orlando on Wednesday night. 
That's my guess right now. Then mm-hmm. they will train uh, in Orlando on Thursday, play a game on Friday. Friday night. And then they will probably fly home is my guess. They will come home. Um, I think that that will be a, it's a, like a 4 p.m. kickoff time on the, I have it here. I Eastern actually, time, yeah. Yeah, so 4, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific time, yeah. uh, 7 o'clock Eastern time. So 4 p.m. So what they'll probably end up flying back on Saturday uh, before having to travel to Sporting Kansas, Kansas City on mm-hmm. Tuesday probably is what it'll end up happening they'll fly in the day before so uh, and hopefully they're, they're all still injured by then yeah yeah sporting <laughs> kansas city right yeah they, they've been they've been injured for quite a while so um you'll see if that they're they continue to slide as far as injuries right now perry kitchen back to full training so we don't expect him to be an injury problem in fact he could possibly even be available for this game coming up against colorado and again if you, if you let instagram tell your story you know if you follow at galaxy profile yeah he posted something new week Ooh. he hasn't posted in a while Ooh. so just the fact that he's at, at on campus Posting stuff. I think he's expecting to be involved. Yes, yes, absolutely. So that's a good thing. All right. I I, I make all my speculation based on uh, players' Instagram posts. Uh, As you should. As you should. (laughs) It's my Um, job. So Perry Kitchen, we expect. Uh, Ramon Alessandrini, obviously, still out until September. We'll talk about that every time until he's back basically and he posted he was upset with the rain today just in case you were wondering dang you rain (laughs) why why does it rain why (laughs) i came to la for this i came to la for this this rain no i say no i go home that is a terrible roman impression thank you it's offensive it is um it's a little lazy quite honestly if we're if we're really going for a good uh good good analysis of what that was uh jonathan dos santos Looks again like he will be available for Sunday as well. Um, as we go to standings, the LA Galaxy got jumped a little bit. Yeah. Uh, midweek games did not help, um, but as, that was kind of expected whenever you lose three games in a row, had a chance to pick up points and didn't yes. do it. Um, the LA Galaxy currently sit in third in the Western Conference, so not bad. They dropped one yeah. spot. Uh, they got jumped by the Seattle Sounders. Uh, LAFC, who's playing right now, um, is with 27 points as we're recording, but we won't be done before they're done, or we'll be done before they're done. So we have By the to. Leave time it you're at listening to this at home, you already know. Yeah, unless, unless you're in the live chat, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, so anyway, so that's where uh, where you'll be. Um, that's sort of where the standings sit. And if you go to the supporter shield side of things, the LA Galaxy were in second. They've now dropped to fifth. Um, Seattle's in second, DC United in third, Philadelphia in fourth, the LA Galaxy in fifth, Houston Dynamo in sixth, Atlanta United, who have been winning games, uh, is now in seventh. Um, so that's your supporter yeah. shield side. If you look back to the preseason where we were judging the Galaxy would land, this, this feels about right. The fact that they lost three games in a row and were still sitting in second, that, that didn't feel authentic. So the fact that Seattle jumped them, the way Seattle's been playing, you feel like Seattle's going to when all things shake out, they'll probably be above the galaxy at the end of the season. Um, so, so you feel like this is going to be where they land. So um, it, it was, it felt good that you lost those games and you were still sitting in second place, but third place in the West, fifth place in the supporter shield feels about right for this galaxy team. As far as where they land league wide. I mean, look at the teams below them. So Houston, yep. they beat. Yeah. All right. FC Dallas that beat them, but yep. again, without Zlatan and with that first sort of try without yes. Zlatan, they, they did better against Minnesota. Who's six. They're mm-hmm. better. They, they played them well. I think they're better than Minnesota. Uh, Real Salt Lake, they beat. Vancouver, they beat. They're, Port- not, they're not sliding past. They're, yeah. They, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense to me that the Galaxy are where they're at. I yeah. agree with you. It's, it's a good assessment of, of sort of where they have landed and where they sit right now. So um, we look at the schedule again. Coming up Sunday, May 19th is the game against Colorado. Then Friday, May 24th, again, condensed schedule. Why did the Galaxy have a <laughs> Sunday game, Eric? Why did they have a Sunday game? Whenever they're going to play on Friday. Am I going to be that guy again? Listen, listen, I don't know how to fix it, but they just need to fix it, all right? <laughs> but it, it, it's, it's, this, bu- it's like bizarre. It, There's that word again. Why, why, if you 
teams play on Saturday, right? It's not like there's they, not they do. There's not all teams the time. That, there's not teams that don't play on Saturday. Play on Saturday that we get the extra day rest. You know they're playing the early game. It, it, the NFL does this. A, a league that does not take care of their players' uh, well-being with you know players running into their the, each other head first. Whenever there's a Monday night football game, they don't play that Thursday night. They don't play, you know, they give them that break or they have the bye week the next week if they're if they're going into a Thursday night game. So other leagues have figured this out, but uh, Major League Soccer still still hasn't figured out how to schedule these just yet. Yeah, it's it's I'm it, sure there's a reason it boggles the mind. <laughs> it's like, oh, what is is could they not could they did did Colorado not want to travel on? I mean, it, it makes those the Galaxy didn't get an extra day going from Columbus back to LA yes. they played Saturday and the early game they didn't get six extra hours they didn't get they didn't get six <laughs> hours, let alone a Sunday yeah. game so why couldn't they have played on Sunday it makes no sense and then here why not play on Saturday get the extra day and they play on Friday then they play on Wednesday May 29th so again condensed then they play well, on I, Sunday again well okay devil's advocate here yes. we go talking mm-hmm. out of both sides mm-hmm. of my mouth mm-hmm. they have a Wednesday game coming up so yes. you don't want to play them on Saturday or Sunday play them Friday yeah but then they still have to play. Then it still doesn't feel. Listen, I know like it, it still doesn't make sense, but I'm just playing devil's advocate. It just—it's this game. That if you yeah. move, if you move this one to Saturday, it then, makes more sense. Then, yes, agreed. And they still had a, almost a full a full week off. They did have a full week. They had off. a full they week off. They had a full week off. They have a week. Yeah, eight days is what they they have as many days off coming into this game as they had three games in the previous week. Oh, I mean, you know, go to the fact that MLS also scheduled the <laughs> Sunday game. On, you know, the same this night as Game MLS. of Thrones. I just I can't. This is an MLS therapy session. I, I don't think. even watch Game of Thrones, and I'm upset that they did it. Yeah, but are you yeah, watching but, it live yeah, still, with, with with East Coast time? It's I don't, okay. I you could know, maybe just watch it that night. You don't know me. Stay off of Twitter. You don't know me. Prove <laughs> me wrong. Where does it say I don't do that? <laughs> Show me the pictures. Yeah, well, I've watched the leaked episode already. Uh, anyway, so you get to Sunday, June second. Now, the Sunday, June second one is interesting, and we can actually go back to a little bit of news that we haven't covered yet. Uh, more LA Galaxy alumni news. Bruce Arena named officially. We we'd speculated on Monday with Kevin. Um, but we are now here and able to tell you, of course, unless you live under a rock, that Bruce Arena <laughs> has accepted the job as general manager and head coach at the New England Revolution. The other part of that news is that he currently, at least the rumors out there, is looking at former LA Galaxy 2 head coach, former LA Galaxy head coach, Kurt Anolfo, as his technical director as well. Um, getting we, the band back together. Getting the band back together. There's also, <laughs> I think, an assistant coach from uh, from DC United's uh, Loudon. Um, their USL team, okay. I think, might, might also be joining that. But anyway, the reason that Sunday, June 2nd, is Bruce has said that, it, that the LA Galaxy will be home against the New England Revolution on Sunday, June 2nd at 7.30 p.m. kickoff time on Spectrum Sportsnet. Bruce Arena has said that that could be his first game actually yeah. being in charge and on the bench. Why wouldn't it be? Why would, <laughs> well, if you want to make your coaching debut and you've coached most, most of your career at the StubHub Center, Dignity Health Sports Park, why not make that your debut for your new team? Do it. Yeah, uh, why, why not? Feels like home. The only reason <laughs> <laughs> that I think it won't happen is that New England then goes into the gold cup break the same way as the galaxy. And so why take over for one game and he'll then have there. the break? He's he'll gonna be there. You know, he's going to be, there. Will he be sitting in a box. Will he do a little wave? Will he no, do he'll come out? Yeah. New England doesn't need coaching. They're not a real team anyway. <laughs> He'll figure it out. Oh. He just stands there, and then the, and then he'll start his real work after the gold cup. My favorite line that I heard, and it's an easy one. I'm sure many people made this joke, but I I thought of it, and then I read it on Twitter and laughed out loud. Was that? But where's the rest of the league going to get their international spots from now? <laughs> um, so I was like, well played, good job. I appreciate that tip of the cap. Um, so anyway, so that's where you sit. So then it goes into June. June has three games and three games only. Although it will go June second, June twenty second, and June 29th. We talked about the gold cup and the international absences 
practice during that time, and those don't really come back until you have four games in July, July 4th, July 12th, July 19th, and July 27th. Uh, three home games and one away. July is the month that the Galaxy need to push. Yeah, but, stockpile those points if but, you can. They'll have to do it whenever they're going to be down, guys. I mean, I, <laughs> I at least he'll games. be home. I have two games that the two home games against yeah. Toronto, who's a very good team this year, yep. uh, and Pasuelo, who I don't yeah. think is going anywhere for international. Yeah. yeah, he's going to give us nightmares on the Fourth of July. So yeah, Fourth of July game against Toronto is difficult. That you have to play five days after you just played in San Jose, um, and just that's again coming off a road trip that you were in Cincinnati, away to Cincinnati, away to San Jose, home to Toronto. Home on f- the next Friday, so Thursday to the Friday, July 12th against the San Jose Earthquakes yeah, to close that San out. And then, so you finally get everybody back. And who do you get to face <laughs> is LAFC yeah, Friday, July 19th. Friday, July 19th, 7 p.m. Broadcast on ESPN, LAFC versus the LA Galaxy. Um, and that'll be the first time you really have the whole band back together again. Which, is, I mean, I guess if, if there's a game where you want to be full strength, that's that's the game you want to be full strength for. Well, the other part of that is that LAFC has a very prominent Mexican player on <laughs> yeah. their team who should be going to the Gold Cup, but decided he didn't want to go to the Gold Cup. He's got Cup. other priorities. He's got other priorities, so this they isn't... won't be missing anybody during that time. <laughs> we'll see what other international call-ups they have. But again, it just... I, I argue with this in my head all the time. Can MLS go to the FIFA calendar for reasons like this? Because it gets frustrating. Yeah. If you're a fan and you go there and you know you're not going to have a full-strength team and you're coming up against a rival, you play two rivalry games, San Jose yeah. twice, well, without a full squad. That's yeah, that's brutal. Does that sound fair? No. Because San Jose, if they Seems, beat the Galaxy, both a, those games are going to jump up and down like they just beat one. <laughs> oh, one well, World congratulations. Cup. They'll have four wins for the season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, but that's that's sort of the thing uh, that it goes. And so that's that's where you sit. Um, all right, let's get to some questions before we go to previews um, real quick. Uh, LA Galaxy Outsider in the chat room and on Twitter um, says, Gonzalez came here for a reason. Reason like Arena likes his tall boys and stares his contract is up, I think. Uh, maybe this year could be. Um, and he asked that question. Uh, was a Bruce guy? He says Steris was a Bruce guy. It's always smart to sell high. Should LA consider trading Steris to New England for some jam tam, and or a player that can help with offensive depth? Wow, that's bold. Shipping off our boy Dan. I don't hate it. I mean, second it, highest leading scorer on the team. Are you yeah, sure you three goals? That? That's three goals on that. I mean, you know, if Zlatan's going to be suspended from now until the rest of, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> Put stairs up front. There Put, we go. Problem solved. There, That is Put what that the, is in the that number nine spot. Um, it's not bad. It's a, yeah, it's value. It's value. And I think if, if you know he's well-liked by Bruce, Bruce, there's interest there. If you can get something back for him, I mean, I like the notion of selling high. You, <sighs> That's tough. That's tough because we love Dan around here. You always sell yeah. high. Uh, former co-host Jared Dubois reminded me recently. He said, hey, Josh, remember whenever I said sell Ima Boateng high? <laughs> well, I was ready to get rid of him for Ola Kamara. I thought he was a done deal. I, th- I, thought, I thought, thought he was, was done. I thought he was part of that package, and I would have been okay with it. Yeah, and and that's sort of uh, that's sort of one of the things. So hey, you can you can hold on to Dan Starris, Um but if you're really going to play Gonzalez, yeah. uh, which uh, which yeah, outsider no, yeah. says. Well, uh, and, and you saw it this past week. I mean, he, he commands himself back there. Right. Uh, it seems like you know he's a, he's a starting level player, and so yeah, you, you mean you you give Dan the opportunity to start somewhere else if you want to put the the positive spin on it, yep. um, and I, you, and I you just, get something back for it. You don't you don't you don't wait till the contract is up and then he walks away for nothing. You're at least getting something out of it. So I I, I could talk myself into it. Uh, yeah. I, I don't like it. I, yeah, I don't love it. It's not, it doesn't make me feel good. I won't, yeah. I'm not going to go home and sleep well yeah. when it, if it happens. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things. 
Um, but it, it's it's a way. You in a trade, you have to give up something that you probably don't want to give up for something that you want. Yeah. You can't give up something that you want to get rid of. You can't you can't trade <laughs> Jorgen Shelvick. You lost me to Bruce Arena. <laughs> Right and well, and be and, like Bruce and get, Bruce isn't taking them. That's yeah, Bruce for sure. Is like why? Well, I don't think so. And uh, that's the thing. What do you get back if you're doing it just for 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 Gamtam? Then I don't. What what? Who is that going to get you? Gamtam. It's Gamtam. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to use your own sword against you. Yes. Central attacking midfielder. What do you call him? Uh, a Cam. Okay. Central. Not not, not a, that'd sa- be a not Sam. A Sam. That'd be a Sam by your logic. Mm-hmm. But it's a Cam. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with it. <laughs> mostly because it goes against stop, my not I stumped logic. Them, folks. I, I stumped mostly because it goes against my logic. <laughs> um, but you can't say because everybody thinks you're saying Sam like as an S A M. You can't do that. Exactly, but but it's a. It's everybody a knows that Jam is spelled with the G. <sighs> not the this way is, I use this it. Is, this is this is ridiculous. <laughs> That's this why is, you're wrong, Josh. It's why it's why I'm right. Moving on. Downstairs stays. Moving on. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Another question we have is from uh, from Reddit. Scape thirteen says is if Zlatan is going to get suspended, when do you think they will announce it? I think we said Friday. Right. Uh, also, Game of Thrones last episode is during the game you think it will affect attendance any yes i do you really do Uh uh-huh yeah also the fact that it's a sunday game at 5 p.m will also affect attendance i think you're gonna get um uh, and whenever they whenever they announce 7 p.m game no and then whenever they announce that zlatan (laughs) is suspended that will also affect attendance so i don't know if we're really going to be well and i think the opponent has a factor you know people aren't saying well colorado rapids are coming into town let's get our tickets that's part of it sunday game you have your people who probably weren't going to come because it's a work night you know that, right. that's another factor uh again we're talking ourselves into low attendance here i don't know that game of, you're saying game of thrones is on i am not going to the galaxy game oh there's I, people you think so oh yeah this, there's people who are in love with the show i mean i've seen <laughs> I, it i'm a fan of the show i, I watch it i'm going to watch the finale but it, i'm still going to go to the hey, game my argument against it affecting attendance which one will never know because yeah. there's going to be multiple other reasons why attendance will be affected yeah. and then whenever i tweet out the attendance number for this game i will blame it on game of thrones just specifically <laughs> for this reason that's fair. getting out in front of it um you're so, like the disco yeah exactly that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> um but you know whenever whenever all this i, I just I, I think that there's going to be you know it, there's always this this hit that that happens i think that you you see it on sunday games it's the the reason they play on sunday is not for is for no reason um yeah. <laughs> there, there well, is sunday 1 p.m game well you can get decent attendance for that but the later games where, where, tell, where it gets trickier. Tell me why. Usually we argue and we say, hey, why do you play a Sunday game? And it's like, oh, it's for TV. This game on Spectrum Sportsnet. <laughs> and wait, no, just Spectrum Sportsnet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. It's on Spectrum. So why is this a 5 p.m. game on a Sunday? Why is this not a Saturday game? Spread, or, spread, the, spread it around. You don't want everyone playing at the same time, Josh. <sighs> <laughs> you're telling me the MLS schedule is weird? Is that what yeah. you're trying to say? Yep. Uh, Frank uh, on Twitter writes in, says, is there a bigger drop off in quality anywhere else in the starting 11 than going from Jonathan Del Santos to Carrasco? Do we have the financial flexibility to remedy remedy that over the summer? How much do you estimate the Galaxy can spend on a salary? Uh, Frank, there's there's a remedy to it, and I don't have to spend any money. Um, The fact is that the drop off between Jonathan Del Santos and Carrasco is a jump over somebody. You have to jump over Perry Kitchen in order to get that okay. drop off. Because he was <laughs> I see injured. Where you're going with that. <laughs> because he was injured, you okay. jump we had you had to make that jump. And yes, it's a steep okay. one. And I, I get it. Although you made an argument I, I made an argument earlier that every team has a steep drop off. Is that you have your starting eleven and then the B team is there's always going to be a big drop off. I think uh the drop off from our starting forward Zlatan Ibrahimovic, I think our next official starting forward in 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 line is Ethan Zubak. I think that's a pretty big drop off. Nothing against him. He's a youngster, he has a lot of talent. But that's a big drop off to go from uh, to Zlatan. Zlatan to Zubac. The double Z's there. Well, and they actually went out and, and plugged apparently. Yeah. With you go, well, you can now, put a, yes. they put Antuna in that position. Yeah. You know, essentially you're going to put Favio up there. Uh, yeah. It's not a direct, but I guess 
if you're going by roster position, it's Laton and Zubek. Yeah, he's it's the huge. next replacement. Yeah. That's a big drop. That's off. a big drop off too. Yeah, in Major League Soccer, uh, and I think Kevin and I touched on it on Monday. Is in Major League Soccer, you don't get the luxury of yeah. having a really good player sit on the bench. <laughs> a really good player starts. Yeah. That's yeah. what happens if you, they're a really good player. They're yeah. they're playing. That's right. That's how it goes. And so uh, so that's how you look at it. All right. Uh, you ready to go for LA Galaxy versus Colorado Rapids? Yeah. Are you sure? Are you Are you telling me that I, t- I get a dramatic intro? I'm telling you. I, I heard. I, you know, I listened to the show. Believe it or not. Yeah. I, I heard you and Larry disparaging me, saying that I'm cheating. I, it's called show prep. I, you know, pe- there's an audience that listens to this. I want to give them a, a fully thought out introduction. So you know, I, did, I put some thought. It's not cheating. It's putting some thought into the work that I do. Here we go. <laughs> Eric is uh, the hammer's ready for his dramatic intro that he cheated on. All right. Here we go. American motorsports legend Ricky Bobby once said, if you ain't first, you're last, unless you're the Colorado Rapids, then you are actually literally in last place. The winless Colorado Rapids come flooding into Dignity Health Sports Park this Sunday at 5 p.m. and the Galaxy will look to come at them like a spider monkey. You can watch the game on Spectrum Sportsnet or Wait, no, what's that? Nowhere else? So just Spectrum Sportsnet. Spectrum it is. The Galaxy are riding a three-game losing streak, and some home cooking and a weak opponent will hopefully put them back in the fast lane. Let's not look past them just yet, as the Galaxy can only manage one point against a similarly weakened Colorado squad last season. So do me a favor and don't put that evil on us by predicting an easy win. The Magic Man and El Diablo, also known as Jonathan Dos Santos and Zlatan Ibrahimovic, will look to shake and bake their way to a Galaxy victory. So dear 8-pound, 6-ounce, sweet newborn baby Jesus, we're praying for you to put three more points in the Galaxy's pocket. Because here's the deal. We're the best there is, plain and simple. We wake up in the morning and we crap excellence. All right, there it is. All right, another dramatic intro. Well done. I like that. I mean, I went Ricky Bobby. I, I felt I felt the Ricky Bobby there. Um, my my wife and I still say sweet little tiny little baby Jesus uh, whenever we're uh, some fun we're it. hanging out. It's always a good time, um, and we'll see how that goes. All right. Um, okay. So as Eric so rightly said and got you ready, LA Galaxy face off against the Colorado Rapids. This game kicks off at 5 p.m. on Sunday, May 19th, uh, at Dignity Health Sports Park. It is a game where the 9 and two Colorado Rapids will face. Oh yeah. Say it again. Oh. 9 and 2. Yep. They have two points on the season, two draws. 09 and 2. Colorado Rapids uh, go up against the 7-4 and 1 LA Galaxy. Uh, Colorado recently fired their head coach and then gave came up and uh, and promoted I think Connor Casey who was an assistant coach uh, at the time and is now the head coach there. Connor Casey used to absolutely kill the LA Galaxy whenever he was a player. He's a big monster that guy. Big Le- bully. Lex Luthor is, is is what <laughs> we used to call him, a big bald head. Um you know played played a uh, and in sort of a very American style of soccer, yeah. like very bruiser, big guy. <laughs> He's like a, yeah, U.S. soccer 1.0, like someone you'd see in the 1994 roster. Yeah, that's how I, I could see that. Uh, the Rapids remain winless to start the season. In fact, their 11 game start to a season without a win matches the longest in Major League Soccer history, previously set by Real Salt Lake. But Real Salt Lake had six points. They were 0-5 and 6. <laughs> Whenever you look through the first eleven yeah, games, so. oh nine and two so, for Colorado. Listen, why would you watch the Game of Thrones finale? The Game of Thrones finale. You when you can see history be made. The red wedding the, is the, here. The, the the greatest losing streak or winless streak in MLS history. 
If that doesn't bring you out to the the diggity, I don't know what will. You know what? You know what's hysterical is that the only other team in Major League Soccer I've watched more than the LA Galaxy is the Colorado Rapids well, in person. And well, it's, when I go visit my son who lives in Colorado, <laughs> you have a reason, yeah. I will be like, "Hey, dude, we're going to a we're going to a to a Colorado <laughs> See, game." Even a Freudian yeah, slip, yeah, you, you can't bring yourself to say it out loud. I can't do it. So I'm like, "Come on, we're going to go to a Rapids game. Let's go." And he's like, "Cool, you know, whatever." And we go and sit and we watch. And I tell him how the Rapids are really bad, and the other team they're playing <laughs> is going to win, and that's okay. And, and that's usually how that, it works out. Yeah, that, that's how it works. Uh, the teams met twice, the LA Galaxy and Colorado, met twice a season ago, both matches coming in a 10-day span, so they sort of did the San Jose yeah. thing that they're doing. Uh, the Rapids got the game one in the 90th minute for a 2-1 win on August 4th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. They then reached a 2-2 draw on August 14th in Carson. That was a um, stinker. I remember that one being particularly disappointing. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. The Galaxy have a six-game undefeated streak in Los Angeles in the series with two wins and four draws over the span. The last Rapids victory um, in LA was on September 7th, 2013. Wow. That's a some one, good, good a, research there. Uh, well, I didn't. It, it was MLS. It, MLS gives take, us. No, uh, you know, I already tweeted it out. People saw Cite it. Cite your source. This is, whenever they do good, you pat them on the head and you tell them <laughs> to do good. MLS did good. All right. I'm good. Fair enough. I could live with it. All right. Good. Uh, obviously, the LA Galaxy entering a three-game losing streak. Uh, Colorado on an eight-game losing streak. They're winless on the year. The last time they won was October 28th of 2018. So the last game of last <laughs> season versus FC Dallas. Uh, whenever they won uh, two to one, they're coming off a three-two loss against Real Salt Lake. Now, the thing that I think we have yeah. to point out about about Colorado is they score goals. They score goals. When I, I looked up their stats, and when you look at goals scored, they're about middle of the table. So all of the categories, wins, points, they're at the bottom of the table. But goals scored, they do score goals. They just concede a lot of goals as well. Yeah, Kai Kamara has seven goals. Uh, Kellen Acosta has two assists right now. Um, so if you're looking at some of the best players they have, Kamara and Acosta sort of seem to be that way. Ben, yeah. uh, ben, I was going to say, Benny Failhaver is on top of their stat sheet, yeah. and he's not with the no, team. <laughs> no, he's over with uh, Sporting Kansas City again. Uh, he went back home uh, there. Uh, goalkeeper, if you look at it, David Bingham on one side, Tim Howard on the other side, retiring Timmy. Yeah. Um, this is it. Your last chance to see him in LA, uh, you know, at Dignity Health Sports Park before he retires. Uh, so far this season, he has zero shutouts, 29 <laughs> saves on 57 shots faced. Uh, David Bingham, three shutouts, 36 saves, 52 shots faced. Yeah, um, zero shutouts for Tim Howard. It's unfortunate. Well, not with that defense. They're really <laughs> bad. I mean, that's sort of the thing. They lost to Real Salt Lake 3-2 to two at yeah. home, um, you know, in that, what do they call that, uh, the, which rivalry is that? I can't believe. Oh, the... It's something mountain. No, there's yeah, not mountains yeah. involved. Rocky, the Rocky Mountain. Rocky Mountain rivalry. No, <laughs> I was going to say not. Rocky Mountain oysters, but that's no, not that's, appropriate. That's not. No, that's, that's, <laughs> don't Google that, folks. I've, no, I've had them. They're delicious. I don't know what you're talking about. It's All a right. delicacy. Moving on. Um. So anyway, yeah, that's that's sort of what it is. I can't remember. I can't believe I can't re remember the name of that Just rivalry. Keep talking. Keep it's talking. So, we'll figure okay. it out. It's not a problem. Uh. So anyway, the LA Galaxy going up against it. This is this. You know, people are saying, is this a trap game? Sure, you could call it a trap game. Uh. Colorado's gotten better under Connor Casey, but I don't think that they're a world beater. And that, um, that goes back to the thing. Is it, is it that they're better or they just got up for it because they didn't like the way things were <sighs> Rocky mountain cup, the Rocky mountain. So yeah, you were, were you close. Were, you were close. Rocky mountain cup, um, which real salt Lake uh, has right now. Uh, thanks to that win. Um, but no, so it's just, it's one, it's again, you're trying to figure out this LA galaxy team. Um, I made a long post in, on Reddit in response to somebody talking about the defense. And I went out and I defended the defense. This was a while back. And I said, this defense is one of the tops in the league. Um, I still believe that actually. Um, I just believe that the last three games have not been indicative of what the LA galaxy can do. Certainly the, the fatigue came into play. And then Jonathan Dos Santos, he had a horrible game against New York Red Bulls. Um, so that's one game. So that's one game. 
Uh, he was he, he got injured half. against mm-hmm. the Columbus game, so that's, that's two. two games. He didn't play against New York City, so that's three games. So if you're saying they had a bad run during those three games, that's there, that, there's a reason to point to that. That's and that's why I keeps I keep looking and and saying that is that it really feels that way. And if you see how teams are breaking them down and what they're doing, it really is attacking that midfield. Um, and so with that being said, I think that if Jonathan Dos Santos looks likely to play, that you should be okay. Now, even if Zlatan Ibrahimovic is injured or not injured but suspended, yeah. which uh, does again. Not factor. I'm still expecting that. If it's not, hey, great, have fun riding to the to the um, to the game, and Zlatan will be there, and yeah. yay. Um, but if he is, then I think you're looking at Fabio Alvarez, who takes over that in that position. Um, I think. So that, you think it's a one for one, Fabio up top? I do, and the reason okay. that, the reason I think you do that is that I think you can keep everything else the same. Yeah. If you do that, you don't Pontius, have to. You don't, Antuna, yeah, yeah. Pon, you can do Pontius. You can do Antuna. Um, then you have Legette in the center. You have Joe Corona. You have Jonathan Dos Santos. You can play a four man back line. Yeah. If you want to put in. Uh, People Gonzalez for Dan Steris. Now's the time you do it. Um, you know, that leaves the, your choices between Antuna and Felcher and in Felcher looks like he's back, even yeah. though he had a toe injury. Um, I he, still, he posted on Instagram. He should be ready. He should be ready. His toe, <laughs> of course, follow at galaxy pro as in professional P R O foul. There you go. Galaxy now we pro don't need foul. to do it at the end. No, they, you they know where to find us. You'll do it at the end anyway. <laughs> um, so that's the, I mean, that's what I see. You can make some, you know, Didi Traore. Are you going to put him at left back? You can put Shelvick at left back. Well, Traore didn't have a great game last time. So do you put, you do, you just keep switching that back and forth until you find somebody who wants to work. And I, I think it's one of those things, the the screams were for, for Araujo and Traore both to start. And they but did. I, th- I think the truth is you need to do one or the other because you need someone with a little more steadiness, a little more experience. And so uh, you, the center backs, you let them anchor it. And actually when they pushed Polenta out to the left, he didn't do terrible out there, you know, given the result of the game wasn't great. But um, but I think you need to keep a veteran presence out there because the, they're going to make mistakes, right. Araujo and Traore. Yes, they're going to have flashes where they're going to show that they're better than the current starters. But at the same time, overall, I think putting them both on the field at the same time is something we should be wary of. Maybe one or the other. It's a, uh, it's inconsistency with yeah. young players. That's all it is. They have to learn. That's fine. And, then and you don't want them learning at the same time. Cause then you especially problems. on the back line, yeah, that, that's not a good thing. You can have problems on that. So anyway, so, I mean, I think that's the good balance there. I think the galaxy win this game. I mean, it's stupid. If you're sitting there saying that you think this is really a trap game, that you can't. That I don't think the Galaxy are going to treat that, especially not after losing three in a row. If this was yeah. the Galaxy having won two of their last three and thinking yeah. that everything L- was lulling fine. themselves, they, they yeah. want to get back to work. They want to. They want to win. And I, I can see a scenario. And it looks like Jonathan Dos Santos is going to play, but I, if he did miss the game and Zlatan was suspended, I still see a lineup that that can get three can points work. out of this. Yeah and, yeah, and I think you'll see team speed there as well. Yeah. Um, that increases without Zlatan. You see a higher press that you can mm-hmm. play whenever you when, without. And Zlatan. that's why I still think it's a winnable game. You know, we look at the formations that the Rapids ha- have played with and the way they lead goals. I think if you put Antuna up there, you put Favio up there. From what we've seen uh, on highlights, again, not actually seeing him play. It looks like they should be able to to get through and, and score some goals, regardless if they have Zlatan or or Jonathan. But again, having them one or the other or both on the field would make a huge difference. Uh, whenever Zlatan doesn't play, it's only happened six times since he joined the club. They're three three and zero. Oh, whenever that happens, interesting. Um, so we'll see if the if that can sort of. I guess it, it goes one of two ways. Yeah, they win or they, they win lose. Or lose. 50, That's right. Fifty percent. Flip a coin. That's right. That's how it goes. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Again, the LA Galaxy facing off against the Colorado Rapids coming up at. Um, on Sunday, 5 p.m., uh, I'll be there. I think, Eric, you're going to be there I'll, as well. I'll be there. Good job. All right, yeah, so we'll see everybody game, at halftime. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to miss uh, Game no. of Thrones. I will be there. You'll be there? To watch the, the Favio streaming, debut goal. You'll be streaming the, it? 
I'm not that desperate. It's all right. It'll be there. It'll be there when you get home. People. That's that's why I don't think really it should have much effect. Is most people don't watch it live anyway, right? Yeah. You sit down, you watch it. My wife is ecstatic that I'm not going to be there because she's the big game with her. Yeah. I don't. I watch it while I'm like cleaning yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and she's, till, she yeah. sits there and is like, "Yes, it's on." <laughs> yeah, I so, wait till the kids fall asleep, yeah. then I put it on, put the headphones on, and then, and then go sick. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, all right. So your your prediction then prediction sure to go wrong. Sure to go wrong uh, for this game. Please. Two two zero two zero. Fabio gets a debut goal. Wow. Um. This is a four three barn burner. Oh man. So you're saying Kamara's going to get some goals? Yeah. And the Galaxy are going mean, to score as well. The, the thing about Colorado is they score goals. Okay. Um, two one. So two oh. Whoa. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm sticking to two zero. I got seven total goals. That'll that'll be my 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 bet there. There will be seven goals in this game. You want to hear what five thirty eight thinks? Yes. What does five thirty eight think? They have the Galaxy at a seventy six percent chance to win. Fifteen percent chance for a tie, ten percent chance, and you know we've seen this before. The highest percentage to win for the whole weekend slate of MLS games, which has not gone well for the Galaxy when we've mentioned that stat before. Oh. But they should seventy. That's a high, high expected to win percentage. Seventy-six percent chance to win. They should win this one. Personally, I think the Galaxy haven't beat the brakes off someone. I would love to see that four-zero-five-zero game. The, put the pedal down. I, I'd love to. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, this would be, the, I think, an opportunity to do it, but we'll see how, you know, if you if you miss your, your leading scorer, then that might not be a possibility in this game. We'll see how it goes. All right, uh, LA Galaxy against the Colorado Rapids coming up on Sunday. Like we said, we'll be there. Uh, hopefully everybody else will there, and we thank you for listening. Eric, you want to tell people, uh, I, do you have anything else, I guess I should say? Is there it, anything? You know, for a slow news week and for not thinking we can do an hour, we did pretty good. I'm proud of us. Go us. Go. Yay us. Yay us. Good job. All right. Uh, Why don't you tell people where they can find you? We'll get out of here. As always, you can find me on Twitter at GIS Hammer. You could also hear me on the Guys in Shorts podcast. You can find them at Guys in Shorts Pod. And also a shout out to our friends over at the King's Realm. They've started a petition to a petition to bring back the Long Beach Ice Dogs. So if you want to find them as a King's affiliate, they're uh, at King's Realm Pod. And then as always, I'm having a blast keeping up with the Galaxy social media over on Instagram at the Professional Foul, which is at Galaxy Pro Foul, Galaxy P-R-O-F-O-U-L. Told you you'd say it again. <laughs> I just I just knew. It was one of those things. All Part right. Part of my, my routine. If you're looking for me on Twitter, at Jay Guessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcast, uh, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com where you can find all of our videos, our stories, our podcasts, our written articles, all that stuff will be up there. Larry Morgan will have a notebook for you on Friday. Game previews up on Friday and Saturday to get you ready for Sunday's game. All right, LA Galaxy versus the Colorado Rapids, 5 p.m. on Sunday. We will see everybody there. If you're not going to watch it on television on Spectrum Sportsnet, we expect you to be at the stadium. For the Portuguese hammer himself, Eric, I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Arajo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.